Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. Finally. Happy Labor Day. I've been waiting all summer for this. And oh, here we John, are. John, why, why do you hate other people's joy? Summer's ending and you're just fucking exuberant. I mean, listen, it. listen, I'm, I'm sorry that you're I'm sorry you're you're losing your your valuable uh, beer sales season. <laughs> and time. That's the sweet, um, sweet, sweet Betty dollars are running away from me. As uh, of this I'm, episode. I'm I'm excited about uh, about autumn and 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 all of the promise that it brings. No, that's good. I'm yeah. so happy you're so excited. Hey, you're going out to hop harvest, aren't you? I am going out to hop harvest in about uh, uh, two weeks' time. So I'm going to be. Is that exciting? Then, yeah, I haven't been to hop harvest in probably a decade. So I got some some fun meetings lined up and going to walk the fields and do some rubbings and uh, see what's all what, what's all happening and, you know, go to whatever replaced the sports bar in Yakima. And it's uh, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to it. Jeff Allworth, a good friend of the show, obviously, just good friend in general, has Wait, been trying to get Jeff Allworth has Never been uh, uh, trying to get me to come out to the Pacific Northwest in September, like mid-September when all of their fresh hop and wet hop beers start showing up like the late August ones. And uh, he says it's the best time of year to go drinking in the Pacific Northwest. So I'm going to, I'm going to take him up on it. And I, I feel like he's, he's going to regret inviting me. Uh, obviously. I mean, <laughs> I feel like you should have a t-shirt that says you're going to regret inviting me. Yeah. That uh, I give to him. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that you just wear everywhere you go as you yeah. walk in. With a bow tie um, on it. Or, you know, we could get the I'm with stupid shirts, but it's, I, you know, I regret yeah. this. And I can just wear a shirt that just says the regrets. Yeah, yeah. I already regret this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a T-shirt I had made 20 years ago that says, of course, I know what I did last night. Um, anyway. Uh, all right. Yeah. So Dan Endicott of Forest in Maine, welcome back to the show. Thank My you God, so this show this show's been on so long. You were on five fucking years ago. Yeah, I was trying to do the math. I couldn't. Uh, at least five years ago, I think. It's, so it's has great. anything has anything interesting happened in your life, career, and brewery in the last five years? <laughs> a few things. Um, more so, uh, so the brewery. My life is pretty much the same. Um, my daughter's just a little older, but the brewery has expanded quite a bit in those five years. Um, so yeah, and uh, well, we know. should touch on that. When we were talking to you last, you were basically brewing at a house, right? Am I yes. wrong about that? Am I remembering that wrong? Like it was, it wasn't like, oh, it's this old warehouse we converted. It was you were in a fucking home, right? Like a Victorian, yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. Brian knows it well. Um, so yeah, it was a Victorian house from the 1880s, and um, the brewery was basically just a little addition on the back of the house, like 20 feet by 11, so uh, super tiny. And, uh, and now talk to us about the new new space. Make yes, me jealous so we, with all your new toys. And, <laughs> so and, we went from um, that, which is basically like glorified homebrew system to um, an 8000 square foot warehouse with a brand new specific system, uh, 15 barrel, fully automated. So we jumped over a few of those steps that I feel like most people do when they expand the brewery. Um, so it's quite a, quite a change for us. What, si what size is the house now? Who built it? The the uh, the new house yeah. is the brew house, not the home. The brew house is it. Uh, so it's a specific <laughs> from uh, Canada. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's Very a 15 cool. barrel. Then we have a couple of 30 barrel fermenters and a couple of 15 barrel fermenters and um, some horizontal lagering tanks. 
Nice. And, uh, yeah. All, all the, the good stuff. toys. All the good toys. Exactly. Um, that's exactly so, yeah. that's, that's exactly what the world needs right now. It's more yeah. horizontal lager tanks to right. put Citra hops into. I'm here for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Is he taste better horizontally? Is that what that's, you're saying? It, uh, everything tastes mm-hmm. horizontally, John. Everybody's the same size lying down. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, what? So what? so so the thing is, I I can't skip over the. The promise five years is such a big chunk to talk about. Yeah. But did this move happen pre-shutdown, during shutdown? Uh, Were you up and running? Like, how did that all time out for you? I mean, um, okay. we always we knew we had to make some move to make the business sustainable for myself and uh, my partner Jared, and uh, we just never really kind of had the uh, maybe the initiative or the I don't know the gumption to do it. But then we um. Our, we had a brewer at the time when uh, the shutdown happened and he was considering doing his own thing in Philly. And then he approached us, I guess the pandemic sort of changed his mind about what he wanted to do. And he approached us about investing in the company and um, helping us expand. So he was very instrumental in making the whole expansion happen. Well, that's and, fun. Uh, so, so now there's a third partner and there is yeah, so, a bigger uh, partnership and a bigger brewery. Exactly. And so Brian D'Angelo uh, came on as the third partner of Forest of Maine. And um, yeah, it's a fantastic brewer, just a super smart guy. Um, so yeah, the pandemic entirely made this happen. And, that's uh, awesome. It yeah, is. Combination of Brian, you know, egging us on to do it. And then uh, just the fact that we totally pivoted our business model and we're packaging and selling everything and kind of enjoying that that life a little better than the whole restaurant and uh and bar life so yeah uh, so since you're on the show am i safe in guessing that that uh cass is doing your canning no we have our own canning line oh cass but he he got us he got us up and running years ago. I forget how long we we were working. Cas, we uh we we actually went over that we went over that in the pre production meeting, Augie, which is probably why you should be there for some of these. But that's okay. You know you know what Cas Cas is hurting. Then brilliant moments like that. Brilliant moments like that when it happens. Uh, I'm not hurting about it as long as I I have that's, a that's friendly text message up. with that's Dan. Set off air. That's not. Don't put words you were, in my you mouth. You were so so mean to Dan. I, I no. was I was shocked. That's I was just like, I don't know why we're having him back on, even though this was my well, idea. He abandoned us. <laughs> he abandoned us. Um, Taking food out of my feet. No, we we thank we thank Dan for his business. It was one of the first can condition type beers I think we ever did too. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, which as I, as I said before, we're going to go enjoy a five year old beer uh, momentarily. <laughs> when when you were when you were on the show, mm-hmm. was I in my obsessive how do you can condition phase? Did we talk about that on your show? I don't or think we did. Was I not there? Yet? Okay, because we hadn't canned anything yet at that point. Oh, I got you. All right. So yeah, now I, now I do can condition once every six weeks for a okay. beer that, that nobody ever wants, just to be <laughs> me, just to of be course. as me as I can. Yep. Um, you have to do that. But uh, so so tell us more about that. So I remember a couple things. I remember loving your art. Um, and, and so what's funny is, God, Kennedy, I need you here. So we definitely had had right some here, buddy. we had some Forest and Maine beers on the show, which is why we asked these guys to come on, because I remember liking their beers. But that can't have happened on dan's show right so no, I think, how, did, uh, how did that play out who think, brought them on i think matt dabkins introduced us to dan there you go that thank tracks. you all right that makes sense all right thank okay. you i knew there was something going on here because i'm like this is one of those like i was like i love their beer get them on the show or whatever it was but i'm thinking that i was drinking dan's beer with dan which is not how the show works so yeah. thank you for clarifying that um but you were also doing that that a whole bunch of side pull shit, a whole bunch of hand pump shit, right? Are you still getting to do that? This new oh yeah, for sure. Model? So yep. Um, so we we open a new pub um, a couple blocks from the old house, and it still has the charm of the old house. It's sort of like a English pub feel, and we have the original three hand pulls there in the front. Um, so we're selling actually it's selling more of that than ever these days, which is great. And then, that is uh, great. Yeah, I don't know what changed the band- yeah. Pandemic, I was going to say, can you attribute that to anything? It, it was wild though. when we first started canning, when we switched to canning everything when the shutdown happened and um, sales for those low ABV beers just went through the roof. Um, so I 
can't explain it really. Um, but I'm not, not upset by it at all. Um, so it's, it's great. And they've, they've dropped off a little bit. Um, but there's, we're still selling a lot more of, of those low ABV bitters and milds and, um, saisons and lagers than we ever were. So, you, you know, it's funny awesome. is I've, I've started that program and it's one of the huge fucking frustrations, right? So when I'm doing those, we can, we can talk about your size. What I'm doing those, I'm basically doing a 15 or a 15 down to a Grundy mm-hmm. can conditioning. And my dream dream is I make, you know, hundred, 150 cases of them. We sell them in the tasting room. And then I'm always like, and then we could always put like, we could always fill like eight firkins and put them at the four bars in New Jersey that have good hand pumps. <laughs> and somehow it's, it's just, that's never the part of the business that happens. Like that's yeah. what I want. I'm only canning these beers so I can get away with putting like four fucking firkins and four fucking bars where somebody's drinking a popper cast and the, nobody will do it. Like, are you finding, does that track outside your spot? Can you sell your, your, we're probably cast. doing about four, four in Philly, you know, um, but we, uh, you know, we open with the reputation of serving cask beers. So I think people seek us out for that. Um, you know, there are a few places in Philly that serve that pretty regularly. So yeah. we're lucky that, you know, we get to, to sell to those places, but no, we're not moving a whole lot. I mean, uh, most it's of that so, is, yeah. it's sold in house and then uh, so frustrating, but the same people love the beer in the can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we it's can it, they strange. take it home. They they're they're so enthusiastic about it. Actually, to be fair, we've had a cask engine in our tasting room the whole time, and we can always sell that out. You know, put a pin on it on Friday. It's gone right. Saturday, but I can't. Is, get that, that, is that one guy who's coming through? <laughs> usually, it's it's uh it's our executive producer. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, but um. But, you know, but I think that's but I can't get it to get any traction in bars around New Jersey and people come around and they open up like we're opening up a British gastro pub and I want to talk to you about beer. I'm like, can you please put a cask engine on, right. learn how to run a fucking cask engine and I will give you beers for cheap just to have on there that you can make money on. And, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, we're a British gastro pub. We, we, we want to make money. Yeah, serving, right. serving, serving beer. Serving beer is not what we want to do at our British gastro pub. <laughs> Is it just too intimidating for some people to kind of wrap their heads around? I don't, I don't know. Um, well, I the, think our owner British Gastro Pub with a selection of tequila like you wouldn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> tequila and Cronenberg. What's more, <laughs> what's more British Gastro Pub than that? Um, no, it's I think so. So, Dan, I'd be interested in your your thoughts here. Um, I, I think. So Jersey's obviously different than all the other states because right. Jersey really has such a corrupt liquor license distributor system that you get a turnkey system from whatever distributor you get bed with, and it's whatever it's going to be with you know ten Sankey hooks and ten tap handles, and they clean it for you, and you do no work to maintain beer. So I think the leap to this is an added quality of life value for your small business and is appropriate to the style thing you're doing, but you need to train a person to do the job and they mm-hmm. will spend half an hour a day maintaining it. Is there like, Oh no, no, that's not my contract with Coors Light. Get out. You know what I mean? It's so the fact that Philly has four, you can depend on makes more sense to me because Philly's a longer standing craft beer culture than new jersey does that check definitely definitely and all these these four places there it's always like a pet project for someone there it's not like you know we never i don't think we could convince a bar to just like randomly put one in it's um it's usually like the bar manager or bar owner has just a passion for cascale and has started doing this themselves so yeah we'll keep 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 pushing the good fight because Philly is one of the ends Jersey is tapped at. So any inroads you make will cross over sooner or later. Maybe my great grandchildren will be able to make money selling, <laughs> right? Selling cask beer someday, someday. Um, so what what else is exciting over there? Talk to us about talk to us about projects outside side pull loggers and hand pump ales. What else is going on at Forest of Maine these days? Still, still fighting the good fight of uh, trying to sell saison, which is. You know, getting <laughs> that's adorable. I love you. Yeah, we're, we're not just happy struggling to sell uh, Cascade. We have to make it, you know, real difficult and sell Saison as well. Um, but now, like bottle sales are, are just are 
you know, not what they ever were before. Um, so, you know, yeah, we're and, at, and yeah. we just expanded our oak. And uh, so we're getting more bottles than ever. So that's like our big challenge now is just trying to figure out uh, routes to get rid of those. And um, and also just sales in general. I mean, we went from being a like six barrel brewery for 10 years that just sold everything over the over the bar to now having, you know, an excess of, uh, of beer to sell. And how does Philly play out that way? Are you allowed to self-distribute? We are. Yes. So they make it pretty so, easy. Um, yeah. So we do. Well, that's interesting. Guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's not as easy as we thought. I feel like every one of these conversations we have where Augie hears about other states <laughs> and what they're allowed to do comes that much closer to, you know, Carton and Cutstown. Like, <laughs> we're, we're that much, like, it's really just, yeah. yeah. John, you're, you're not joking in as much as, believe it or not, Virginia has just made it more desirable to make craft beer in Virginia than in New Jersey. Of course, why would that be a surprise? Okay. But you know what I mean. Like I was, I've been, you know, we, I'm always paying attention. That I was like, well, fuck. I guess it can't be that hard to get beer from Jersey I'm, from I'm Virginia to New Jersey. To Carlington Lager. I think it's Car- going to be great. Isn't there a Carlington Lager? Wouldn't that make me in trouble? Probably. <laughs> That's why I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you know what beer I've always, you know what beer I've always wanted to make that I'm sure gets me in trouble. Like the biggest trouble you can get in is I've always wanted to make an Augie's Steiner Hells. And just imagine saying that out loud gets me sued. <laughs> All right. So really quick, speaking Oops. of that, though, if you're thinking about passing this on to your great, great grandchildren, I really feel that before you go and while you still have the mustache, you need to do one of those old timey brewer portraits. You know, like you, you see like oh, Joseph oh. Paps, like in the waistcoat with like the, you know, like the evening formal wear of the time and like the monocle and everything. And you need to do it in black and white and just have it on the wall so that your great grandkids can be like, and when great grandpa, the fourth came through and yeah. Justin, my, uh, my millennial reference, is there not an Instagram filter I can do that with? Yeah, there probably is. I'll, I'll look it up for you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you, buddy. But you know, that's fine. All right, let's no, talk about beer one. Yeah. Let's talk about beer one. Can we right, please? Because so, I love this. It's so happy. Um, I feel I feel like do the I thing, Augie. Like, Come on, do the thing. Okay, so what brings us together on Seal This Beer is a canon conversation beer. What it is and not what we hoped it would be, what it's doing and not what we thought it would do, how it tastes, not how hard it was to get. To facilitate this conversation, we drink blind out of opaque black glasses in cans and bottles Mr. Kennedy has obscured behind artisanal foil and shipped around America. Dan, do you have a beer with a three on it and are you drinking it right now? I will uh, open it now and drink it. Mm. Kennedy, you got to remember to tell these guys how the show works. But Dan, this one's on you. You've been here. You know you should be drinking this already. Um, so you take a couple sips, catch up. I think I think your head's going to wrap around this right away. So I think I better get out of the way because I'm completely confused by it. Yeah, I love it. It makes me happy. It's a super clean ferment, but it might be the sweetest beer I've ever drank in a super clean ferment. I just it's I feel like Kennedy might have slipped another. Hmm. So what's weird about it is it's it's sweet like a martzen without any of the roast of a martzen yeah and since we're in the thick of september oktoberfest days i feel like kennedy's just beating a oktoberfest drum but nothing about this says oktoberfest to me except that it's a swedish lager how's that for notes uh i dig it because i agree with most of it and the sweetness of it the first couple of sips i was like this is a kind of a strange ale but it has this like nice like ferment to it and then as it opened up a little bit more i was like all right like and i my mind went the same way like okay maybe it's somebody's oktoberfest or fest beer or something like that um but again it it doesn't have that robust malt that i that i normally associate with it or that overly sweet malt to it um but it has but it's but it's a sweet beer it is a sweet beer and and some of the first thoughts that i had was like that like dusty cocoa that i get sometimes off of like I, I, you know, like certain lagers, like not Hellas, but like there's certain lagers that have that dusty cocoa note that I get um, sometimes. I think Um, I get that too. I remember once we called one a milk stout. Yeah, but that's, Um, yeah, but that was, that was a bad ferment. Um, But so, so, and Dan, get up to speed because we're throwing you in a second. We're just giving you time (laughs) to catch up. But um, the other thing I would say is, do you remember 
last month when we were drinking that uh, Fire Sun Walker Oktoberfest. I, I do remember that. And I was, uh, last, I was last like, last, uh, August, yeah. I was like, I would have given this a little more definition with some Tet. Okay. I feel like this beer did that. I feel like this beer let itself get nice and sweet, and then somebody put a judicious and ample amount of traditional bittering hop in to keep it from, you know what I mean? Because the, the sweetness in here is almost like Malta soda sweet. But when you're done drinking it, it's no longer sweet, which means somebody really fucking knew how to 60-minute this beer. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, and there is a... You're talking about clean ferment. There, there's, It is clean... It, it, it's not crisp in the way that some people would describe. There's like a fluffiness to it. Yeah, as well. like rich. It's yeah. like so. So actually, Dan, here's where I'm throwing you. Here's where I'm throwing you because I'm so at Carton. We do two full time loggers. We do a bunch of loggers, but we do full time loggers. One a Pilsner and one a Hell's. And I'm always trying to identify for people that even though it's a tight bend, the Pilsner is the crispy side mm-hmm. of lager, and the Hell's is the richer side of lager. This is a very rich side of lager. Agree? Makes sense? You know what I'm yes. talking about? Yeah, immediately. So go. Uh, objection leading the witness, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, this isn't court, Mr. Hall. Yeah, my anyway, first go on. Pulse, and then, um, I don't know. I, I, now I, I think it's a little bigger beer than I would expect from that. I just get like a little more booze in it. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's rich. It's warm. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, fun to drink. What else, uh, what else, Dan, is sticking out for you? Um. I mean, you guys covered most of it, but um, yeah, definitely just that that sweetness that uh, that really starts quickly, and then yeah, I agree with all of you that, that you know the the hops definitely kind of balance that out, but it still finishes on the sweeter, definitely full side. Which you know, I've never been a Hell's drinker myself, just because because of that, I feel like they're a little fuller than I want them to be usually, um, mm-hmm. and um, that's just my personal preference. I still enjoy them, um, but yeah, I get that in this beer, just like a, a definitely fullness and, and booziness um, they bigger and heavier than it than I would first guess. Um, yeah. This I is, really like it. I do I too. Really, really this, like it. this is, I want to drink I, this. So now you remember Dan, we write the sentence. So yeah. without knowing where would you drink this? If this was in somebody's cellar, listening to the show and you're like, right now, where would you tell them to go down, get it, open it and drink it where? Hmm. I would say um, like a crisp fall day, not, you know, the sun's still up, um, but it, it's definitely on the chillier side. Um, and uh, yeah, like a late September day, go get this and uh, drink it outside. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just in, the in, a sweater, in a sweater, in a sweater, in a chunky sweater, in corduroy, in a chunky sweater, <laughs> and, <laughs> and LL Bean duck boots. Yes. This go. is see. I go a month later than September. This okay. is this is. Oh, John, an, you're such <laughs> such a nitpicker. I am. This is a lawnmower beer for October. Ooh, that's All a right. good one, John. When you're mowing leaves more than the lawn, can I? Yeah, can pretty I, much. Yeah, you you put I on st- the mulch setting, and can uh, I still can I still wear my corduroys? Uh, you can. <laughs> As you, as you supervise the uh the, the lawn work absolutely wait wait how dare you kennedy are you making me the guy lawn mowing in shorts in september i am not mario i'm not mario vitale um, god i hope not um all right so let's get back to forest and maine <laughs> oh, no, i guess we gotta reveal what the beer is yeah, what's oh, yeah. The fucking beer? this is from a brewery in st louis called urban chestnut brewing <gasps> there's pickle yeah. beer it is Zwickle. Okay. It is 5.1% alcohol, so a little bit higher than maybe you would have guessed. Um, no, this, it's actually lower. I was guessing yeah. at around six. The flagship lager of their Reverence series, which is classically crafted, timeless European style beers, unfiltered, unpasteurized German classic finishes as a smooth drinking, naturally cloudy beer. So you know how... We were talking about how we, we, Dan got on our radar, one, because of cast, but also because Dapkins was on the show. Mm-hmm. And like back when guests were bringing a lot of beers, we would get excited about you know, new things that are found to us. Um, I've known Urban Chestnut for years, and Florian Kepulin is the, is the, is the brewer there, longtime brewer there. We should have them on the show because sure. I want to talk to them about loggers. And this is, um, yeah. and I'll give a shout out to one of our Brooklyn, uh, 
friends, Duchess Ales is now a contract brewing at Urban Chestnut. So, oh wow, yeah. they're moving out into the Midwest, huh? Yeah, they're for distribution into onto the West Coast and to Texas. So. Oh Jesus, yeah, mm. well placed. Um, so here's the thing. So I, I want to get back to Zwickle because I don't know enough about Zwickle. And what's funny is when you said the word Zwickle, and especially when I open the can because it says Zwickle. Yeah, it's pretty prominent. Very large. Yeah. Giant word Zwickle on the side of the can once you pull it down. Had you not covered this up, that would have been pretty obvious. But um, but I don't know enough about Zwickle. And what's funny is when you read those articles that, you know, people write. get written, get written about what what beer should often I'll be reading a list of I wish more people made blah and Zwickle's always on the list. And every time I read, I'm like, I should learn more about Zwickle. But I don't I can't think of three other Zwickles I've had in my life. So thanks, Urban Chestnut. And maybe I do want to fuck around with Zwickle. This is cool. Yeah. Do you make a Zwickle? has a whole uh, whole section about Zwickle and and one of his books. I can't remember which one. But who does? uh, Jeff Allworth. Oh, yeah. We know him. Yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Long time friend of the show. (laughs) T-shirt enthusiast. Yeah. Now, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Forest of Maine. All right, now I wanted to ask: Have you made a Zwickle, Dan? No, I, I don't. I couldn't even tell you what makes a Zwickle a Zwickle. I'm embarrassed to say. Um, All right, we're, we're going to have to have Florian on. <laughs> well, apparently it's cloudiness. If if you've read the okay. content, that uh, so it's a Keller beer, I guess. It's a sweet Keller beer. So it can um, vary in style, otherwise. Yeah, Just, that's. I mean, it definitely says Bavarian and Zwickel on this can. So, okay, hmm. all right, I'll all right. So, I guess that's two of us. That's an assignment. We're taking yeah. home homework, Dan. I didn't mean okay. to make your life harder, but that's all right. Gotta, Good to learn things. I guess we got. I guess we got to. So, um, we haven't even talked about it. It's not often we make it this far to the show without talking about hazies. But are you guys making a bill paying hazy, or are you still avoiding? We that? we sure are. We yeah, we do at least one of those a month. Um. Yeah, and we're we like them. We they're you know they're beers that we like to drink. We um sort of brew them a little more in our style, like they're a little drier and a little maybe a touch more bitter than most people make their hazy IPAs. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we do a lot of those. You know, we're we're definitely not known for them. Um, but that's it's fifty percent of what we brew these days. So, um, oh wow, yeah, yeah. So we're trying to lower that over the the next year or so. Um. But they definitely, you know, like you said, they pay the bills. And uh, well, yeah, but you they, you do like them, right? You're not making beer. Oh, I, I like them a lot. No, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I, I drink them. <laughs> I was gonna say I remember Dan not being yeah. the cynic. Um, no, no, I I don't prefer my line is uh, lactose. There's there's no lactose in the IPAs, um, so that's um, well, something we won't do. How, how how dare you be so daring as to <laughs> insist on no? No lactose in an IPA. Um, so what? So when you're doing them, when you're doing them, are you just getting them in and out in two weeks so that you can put something like a Zwickle in? Or, uh, well, we have dedicated lagering tanks, so they don't really hold too much mm. up for that. Um, no, we're uh, we're you know we're still doing uh, a lot of Cascale, and um, we started doing quite a bit of lagers actually, which is something. Yeah, I think when you were back at our at our place brian i don't think we'd even brewed a single lager yet i don't i don't i don't believe ever having a lager there just proper cask yeah so we, ne- we never really had and i would like to say this breaking announcement that we have cracked open the saison can from 2018 from you that was can conditioned um it, it is fan fucking past breaking right. news <laughs> is that so wrong? if you any any of you thieves out there if you have um the first can conditioned can from forest and maine from 2018 you are in for a wonderful surprise yay ale is that correct it, what was it yay ale why like yay night chat night chat oh, okay this is night chat that, date that code sleep tight baby one. boy what was it that was not the very first one but um was it oh so. i must have drank the very first one then yeah. <laughs> well hey it's cl- so. close I'm enough damn it <laughs> it's almost five years old Exactly. Cass, you little piggy, you've got this beer and you don't wait till we're together to open it. You drink it all on your own. With I was allergies. waiting for Dan to come back. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, on, right on. Well, I'm glad it worked out. So that's why he's on the show. You're like, I got to drink this beer. It's getting old. 
Um, yeah, we're now it. solely booking guests based on Cass's. Seller. Based on Cass's. <laughs> no, deep, we we booked seller. Dan. We booked Dan for all his greatness of success here in the last five years. That is true. And and drive folks to go visit him and get proper pours of proper beers. One hundred percent true. Hey Dan, have you started drinking beer too yet? Uh, no. I'll catch right, up. Move on to Please it because I'm in it. I'm in it, and I don't want to blindside you like we did last time. Um. So. No. So what? Where? Where are you? Where are you hopeful for your next five? Now that you're in this space, now that you're brewing what you're brewing, yeah. now that um, you've got, you've got things. It sounds like you've got a really good mix of your passions going on, and sure. the fact that you're still comfortable hitting your head against all three of these saison, <laughs> craft lager, and uh cascale walls pro- is promising but yeah. what progression are you seeing around the greater philly metro area because they're kind of a leader around here for trend what are, are you seeing people getting back to or yeah i think i mean, to? the lager sales have really taken off for us personally um so i'd like to see that continue to grow and uh you know kind of saturate the market with you know we have our flagship lager called house lager which you know used to be brewed in the house and no longer is but um we're sticking with that name anyway because it you know has yep. different connotations as well see that you know get around philly a little more um maybe you know you know one of our ipas as well we started brewing some west coast ipas that we're really excited about and people seem to be really into us so i think that that's I think, nice i think all that's kind of like uh you know counterbalancing the hazy ipa craziness um some people are you know looking for a respite from that i think yeah. um yeah, just see those beers kind of take off see you know our proportions of brewing you know maybe like 30 percent hazy ipa and uh you know the other 70 just all the other what you know crazy stuff that doesn't pay the bills but we like to do um yeah you know and then uh, i still imagine it's a, so tell me what are you completely out of the old victorian house we are yes yeah we're we kind of want to go there in december of last year so i still want to go drink there <laughs> um we're friendly with the people so we can always have a beer on the porch i'm still i'm still sorry i missed it that was something we were definitely going to do in 17 and then we didn't do that did we you know how many times holland i say we should just drive to philly it's not that far i just said it the other day and you were like sorry i'm gonna be gone for october dude john you and i can do it and all right call in from the pyrenees or i'll call dude there's no way i'm calling in i i am so off grid for that two weeks just just assume you won't see me perfect Um, just justin and i are getting in uh, cass's van and we're all road tripping to Philly. Nice. Right. Nice. You guys I gotta you guys, buy a van. Patreon.com slash deal is beer van funds. So here's what you gotta Frames do. Not Record at the old Victorian house. There you go. Have Dan cover me. Yeah. And and get everybody else in. That'll be a perfect episode. Done. Don't um, tell the Victorian house we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> Just set up with everybody in tow. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get on to beer two because we're supposed to. Um so we're talking about these things. Kennedy's beer choices today have me very hopeful because three out of four feel like they're properly made traditional beers that are really fun. And one was a complete fuck up by America's greatest IPA maker. <laughs> um, so that's good news. If the greatest IPA makers gone so far down an IPA hole, they're fucking up IPAs. Maybe we can see them come back to these traditional beers. And I'm loving this one. This one ties it all together with a nice bow, right? This yeah. is just mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of that body, a little tiny touch of that sweetness, and all of the cleanliness. And it's just fucking it's again the booze is growing on us, Kennedy. If this is an eight percent imperial lager, I'm gonna kill you. It's elevated, but it's not that elevated. <laughs> it definitely is my cheeks are pink right into this glass. Yeah, it's that like robusty and it it's just it's got the um like a little bit of heftiness a little bit of huskiness to it like just yeah this is one of those beers where like the third liter you think is a really good idea yeah (laughs) and then the by the fourth one you've just given up and after three there's no turning back yeah no that's uh this is definitely yeah giant fucking liter mug dimples all over it yeah sitting at like those um 
Like what are the like the the, the traditional beer garden tables? Oh yeah, they're called yeah. picnic tables. No, um, but no, but there's a specific style. Yeah, the, the wooden and green metal. Yeah. yeah, skinny skinny picnic table. Okay. Um, Dan, help me out with the Crass nose. American. Though. Yeah. There's a. Uh, there's. I'm gonna say that if I was being to the wheel, it's a cereal smell, but I'm getting, and we've talked about this before. I'm getting some kind of whatever they add to latex paint sweetness. Like it's almost like a strawberry smell, but it's clearly a a cereal grain smell like grape nuts, pre-sugar or something. So can I, can I jump in just really quick before Dan does? Unless Dan has an answer. Yeah. Do you have an answer? No, I don't, but I think, yeah, I, 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 Get all those in there, and it's the uh, flavor is so disparate from the nose here because the nose makes it feel like it's going to be kind of a dumb mm-hmm. ale, and then when you drink it, it's got so much vibrancy and so much body and so much prettiness. But the nose is kind of that wet cereal smell, right? You, well, the fruitiness, that strawberry, the very first aroma, and it disappeared for me afterwards. But the very first aroma, I first was like. There's a cotton candy issue. Like it, it's, it's faint, yeah. but it was there. And then I was thinking about that hop that we had in Denver a couple of years ago, uh, that Harlequin that mm. was putting that stuff out there. And Not then, you know, and then, but I, I don't know if that's, that's, that that's here for it, but it was, I got that sweet note early and then it's gone and was replaced with what I was calling, you know, that, that huskiness. Um, yeah. And as this beer, as my palate adjusts to this beer, and as I drink into it, the huskiness is definitely the right word to nail it to because there's some like, you know, bread crust, like dark loaf bread crust. Yeah. Bend to the profile as you drink more of it. This is a really pretty beer. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I have, this is one of those ones where, again, you, you start drinking it and you have no reason to switch to something else. For, yeah. for, I, for your I'd, day. I'd really like to drink a lot of this beer. <laughs> God, that yeah, that that's probably the that's the, the ultimate Augie co- compliment that uh, that comes through <laughs> in these situations. Yeah. That's that's the nicest thing this I could say about you. Yeah, beer. Uh, sir, I'm sorry. It's time to leave. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. I said one more. Yeah. God damn it. We are we are figuring out the world's problems right now. You back off and fill another leader. Um mm. sir, this is a Sears portrait studio. Dan, are you, are you done with notes? Is there anything you want to throw on before? No, I mean I, I, I sentence my uh descriptor is pale in comparison to you all. So um <laughs> yeah. oh, there's no I, way that's true. <laughs> I I was at, at first I was kind of worried, like like you were saying about the nose of this beer. I, I thought it was just gonna be like I don't know. I thought you put like a something british style in there to kind of like play to to our reputation but yeah, uh, yeah then when i drank it i was i was in love with it and, uh, mm. yeah yeah really phenomenal i think we all agree mm-hmm. so which anheuser-busch ab InBev <laughs> product is this there kennedy this is from jack's abbey and Beerstad lager house and uh, yay of course it is this yeah. is their, it's a collaboration it's brewed at jack's abbey it's called export lager munich style export lager um fucking actually 5.7 percent alcohol so a little bit elevated mm-hmm. um man faith in humanity restored yeah mm. good beer huh? can, can, can we just have a quick quiet side moment here hall where we have to thank everything that's holy that this is not made at beer Stott, and therefore you and i won't end up at beer Stott with this on tap <laughs> yeah but i feel like we're, we're now headed north to Framingham. <laughs> That's fine. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. But you hear what I'm saying, right? You know how much trouble we get in with smoke. Yeah. If this fucking beer was... Remember last time we were out there, there was a smoke beer we Vaguely. were drinking out of liter boots? Like, if this beer was on tap at Spearstot, there'd be yeah. another time we went to Colorado and saw one brewery. <laughs> and only drank one beer. <laughs> and only drank one beer. You went to Colorado, the, the nesting place of all that is American craft. What did you do? Drank yeah. slow for. Yeah, at beer <laughs> for four days. <laughs> and then went to the airport. We went from the airport to Beerstadt, to the hotel, to Beerstadt, to the hotel. Yeah, <laughs> to the airport. We were on our way to another place, saw Beerstadt and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fucking we'll, awesome. We'll get to cohesion one of these years. Yeah. Someday. Cohesion is a great spot, too. But... Everybody keeps telling us that. It's, we it's need to go list. there first. It's, on yeah. our there. Yeah. <laughs> it's number two on our list, right behind Beerstadt. And yeah. for some reason, yeah. We never make it. Oh, that's awesome. All I right. Love so, so, have you made a Munich import? Do we even know what make? I'm sorry, Munich export, export lager? No. I've only ever heard the export lager. As a Canadian thing, I was unaware it was a Munich thing. Um, so Jack from Jack's Abbey says it's basically an Oktoberfest, but very light in color. In Germany, you can only call beer an Oktoberfest if it's brewed in Munich. Hmm. So what do people who are outside the city limits do? They either brew a fest beer or an export beer. So he's saying it's essentially an Oktoberfest. That they export to Munich from Frankfurt. From Framingham, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's so nice all right so like i said faith in humanity restored i yeah. uh did you say that I remember when i that. said all three beers spoke to traditional <laughs> good things and one was just a fucking disaster i do remember i remember that part yes yeah yeah um anyway we got to get back to them but i'm i'm i'm, I'm telling you 5.7 is a magic number i am fucking toasty right now well done um so anyway, so you're in the new space. You're down there in Philly. You're out of the Victorian house. John's going to come record. You're going to guest host. What are you yep. guys going to drink? What are you guys going to drink? And where are you going to drink it? Oh, man. Um, what time of year are we doing this? Uh, like, it's it's like at the first and now. second week of October. Okay. I am I am stuck in France for those weeks. Uh, so. Poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just brewed, uh, <laughs> last week we brewed a, a little... Um, Call it like a baby Munich lager. So it's like it's gonna be like four percent is all Munich malt. Um, mm. So that should be ready right around, you know, a little before then. And I think that'll be the perfect like uh that anyway. sounds good. Five point seven is nice, but four percent's more my speed. Um, so yeah. I'm excited for that beer. Uh kind of have all the character of Munich, but like a big Oktoberfest, but uh four percent. So that's all I'll be pouring for you. Um, I like all right. I like yeah, it. John, can you bring can you bring me some of those home, John? Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna send the steal this beer drone, <laughs> nice overseas to uh, you. You have to pass my house to get to Philly. We have a drone. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's uh, it's part of the van fund. The van comes with a drone. I've been plotting uh, for a van in multiple business adventures for a decade. So if we can <laughs> land one here. Steal this beer van, it would be awesome. We can co-brand it with uh whatever that company you work for is. I, I drink I drink good beer. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I drink good beer. All right, Kennedy, my man, read us a letter. All right, I got one for myself here. You wrote it yourself? I wrote it to myself. No. Uh Jason S wrote Pretty it. Like, to me. On this, the birth of your second child. Yep, exactly. What beer? <laughs> Uh, you're you're reading it almost verbatim is that right <laughs> you wrote yeah. yourself a letter no i didn't write myself a letter uh but oh. jason s wrote me a letter said kennedy my man congrats on the new baby which beer do you hope will still be around in 21 years to drink with them once they turn of drinking age white claw oh. mango oh it's got to be uh, boat boat beer boat obviously beer. It's obviously boat beer same oh 21 God. year question to everyone else uh all right, Jason S. My answer is going to be, I mean, We're Sierra fine. Pale is like the obvious answer, but also maybe we'll go with with Beerstad Slow Pours. Yeah, son of a bitch stole my uh, answer. I, I, I honestly think I might have moved. I might be there too. Uh, what I like about Jason's question is it's not what beer would you buy now to drink in 21 years. Right. Yeah. But since we did have a five-year-old Saison on the show already today, I thought I would check it with that. Dan, you think in a can of Saison? Oh, wait, that was in a bottle, wasn't it? No, this no, was, was a can. can. Yeah. Do you think in a can your Saison has 21 years in it? Yeah. Is that worth an experiment? Should we play I'm... that game with, with, with Kennedy's Child? Yeah, it does. I, I think the beer would be better sooner than that. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many beers we would be good after 21 years. All right. Yeah, there's Thomas Hardy, which I think uh, that's Ooh. crazy. There's like, Billy beer. That'll do it. Billy yeah. beer, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We were just talking about your little Munich beer. One of the things I'm fucking around with in the barrel house is Munich wine. Oh, well. So may maybe that has the potential. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, what beer, Kennedy? You you went with slow pour. I like that. Um, I did too. Because actually, I like the idea of being able at twenty one to go to the place where slow pour is made. Um, Although by then, I imagine our pictures are going to be on the wall and like do not serve. (laughs) (laughs) Under no circumstances. And Wiley Charms. Should we ever successfully make it out there for whiskey night? Yeah, Justin and I will be allowed in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, you guys are going to be guilt by association 100%. Have you two never (laughs) done that with us? Wait, John, have every time we've done this, both of them were not with us? Justin was there. Justin was there for, for, for one of them and then smartly didn't get in the Uber with us. No, yeah, I, I stayed behind in Denver and then drove in the snowstorm the next morning, but you guys... Uh... We did Wait, we did record there at the last CBC, though, and then once, once we were done, once we were done, I think I departed from you guys you to, to and, not and get arrested. And I tried to. We tried to leave yeah, the parking we were, lot. And we almost made it to the doorway. As if, as if pushed by the hand of God, we were just redirected to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no control. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous. I could feel the stuff. pressure on my chest pushing me backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Spinning me around. I do love though. I do love though, right? Because I do love though, right? Because there is the there is the fact that they are so gracious in hosting us when we're there. It's the fact that it is everything we pay lip service. Like, like we're predisposed to being in love with beer side for a million reasons. Therefore, how fair is our critique of it? But I love the completely blind out of that yeah. can with Jack's Abbey. I was like, this is a perfect beer. Like it's it's nice to have that part of your senses confirmed, right? Have we have yeah. we had Jack Handler on the show? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I Justin, I think these two beers are fodder for future guests yeah well i think you're out immediately i I know both of them so justin the bodega by the way justin the bodega really kicked ass this came from a different place sorry both of these beers came from which brings me to my last question though as as you self-distribute as you grow and as you have yourself Mm -hmm. with some more beer on hand how far out are you pushing how far out do you want to push will we see you here in nj will we see you at justin's bodega uh, more immediately, Justin's Bodega is a possibility. I mean, we're sending beer to New York City these days. Huh? Okay. I mean, yeah, we're, um, we just sent a pallet of beer up there like two weeks ago, I guess. Um, so some of the bars around, the, around town are getting our beer. Um, Jersey right. something. Now you do like the classic. Are you doing the classic like Blind Tiger Turst or is it? Yeah, is some it of bigger? those. And then, um, you know, I, I don't even know what's really cool, but we work with uh, unions. So they kind of send our beer out. They, they're really good at like knowing where our beer should go. So it's been like a uh, gold star beer counter as okay. it is. Uh, the gold star beer wax is another one. That's good. Yep. Um, yeah, oh, I love beer. Proletariat. Um, yeah. Some, some good places. Yeah. So the good list, the good list yeah. before yeah. we so get basically, too far off though. Wait, basically whenever anybody comes on the show and, or comes on the Facebook page and says, I'm going to New York. Where do I, where should I go? most everywhere you just said is on the list so Pretty there's a that. chance there's a chance they'll find you here in town exactly yeah did did yeah. dan answer the 21 year question and did oh, yeah. answer the 21 year question sorry so, good, good point good point so it's the beer that your child would get in 21 years just yeah. when, you, you, when you go out for your first drink with okay. your 21 year old what gotcha. beer do you hope you can get um let's see i would do um it's a brewery. Is a brewery in England? Okay, sure. Yeah, it, this okay, is yeah, this so. is your fantasy, man. There you go. Yeah. Um, so we go to England and uh, gets uh, a pint of Harvey's Best. Um, so the brewery is Harvey's, and it's just their best bitter that they brewed nice. for I don't know how long, but it's my favorite bitter on on the face of the earth. And I know Harvey's Christmas Ale. I think that's the only one we get here. But. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun brewery to go visit too. I've yet to do that, but it's top of my list. Um, but yeah, that beer. Whenever I can get it, it's it's so good. Um, so that's awesome. Hey, Cass. Yo, what what's what's your what's what's the beer for uh, the twenty first birthday? Oh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale all day long, and that's a a a, a, a joint joint move here by my uh, constituent that I'm drinking with this afternoon because it was the Gateway beer, and it will definitely stand the test of time. Back in the day when I was like eight years old, my father would give me Amstel and that beer is still around. So oh, yeah. um, Pale Ale, Sierra Pale Ale will be the one. 
Can I just say how much I enjoy that Cass doesn't have drinking buddies, but he has constituents? Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say that was a word oh. salad there, buddy. Well, that this is a... my this is my buddy Adam here that I started I drink good beer with. You uh, met him back in the day, Augie. You won't still remember not it though. Constituent, compatriot. <laughs> compatriot. <laughs> like it. All right. Anyway, I really appreciate you coming out. That I'm so excited to hear that in the last five years you've grown and managed to stick okay. to your guns for for the shit we want you to be making. So thank you for that. Um, Hell yeah, we, Dan. We will get yeah. you on for a tighter than five year check in. Yeah. And uh, well, Dan, we, we, Kennedy we will be, be in touch. We'll do the Philly shows uh, when Augie's in France. It'll be great. Great. Two weeks from go. now, Dan will be back. We'll do it. <laughs> Perfect. I'll All work right. on my mustache. Well, yeah get it together by then i'm in a beard so i'll pass the mustache <laughs> off to you remember your inspiration here is a danish cycling mustache okay. um <laughs> all right so cast tell them how to give us those sweet 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 patroons uh yes the patroons patreons thank you guys so much uh for, for right, kick, kicking us kicking us those dollars and cents they do go a long way if you'd like to donate keep this party going get people like dan these fun beers to taste that is patreon.com slash steal this beer follow us on all the social medias don't care what you're on but it is at steal this beer see what we're drinking on untapped at steal this beer and write us more letters at steal this beer podcast at gmail.com love hate whatever you want we're here to answer your questions Mm. yeah i will tell you man we had a we had a murderer's row of fucking cool american mid-tier uh up tier and bottom tier craft today and and three of them were really fucking cool i like that i like that a lot old reliables what was the uh the one that wasn't the uh so sierra nevada for some reason made a from concentrate orange juice juicy ipa called liquid hoppiness okay it was you know that one dan it was a tremendous letdown um but only because we've never had them come on the show and do anything but knock our fucking socks off right and then we opened this can i was like does that say sierra yeah it was it's a, it's a big miss that was the big miss that was a hell of a Hell of a reveal. That was yeah, it was we're never me to Sierra. Not because we don't want to be me to Sierra. They've right. always they've always right. impressed that us. level of meanness is usually <laughs> reserved for Scott Wells. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, if he's on the show or not. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. We love you, Sierra. Don't cancel yeah. us. Don't cancel us. But anyway, they don't even right, know John. we exist. Let's be honest. That's true. Right. Hey, That's happy true. Labor Thanks Gamer, everybody. On. Thanks for coming on. And uh get out of seal. <laughs>